KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and the callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Hello, everybody. We're here for another week. This is the first first week of the new year. Rich is in studio with me. Woo. Once again, taking over for Ara, who is bedridden. Ara, are you there? Nobody could take over for me. You know, when you're not in the studio, it makes it much, much easier to, to slide Except in. Except for and the hernia. The hernia has taken over me. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling these days? Um, better than last week, okay. but still not 100%. Not even not even fifty percent, I gather. Otherwise, you would have made it down here. Uh, well, I mean, you seem to have very um, low standards for mobility. I think. Yeah. No, I can get pretty much anywhere, anytime. That's for sure. So, um, if it makes you feel better, I am in severe pain as well because I hurt myself Saturday, or my back attacked me. Doesn't. I should say it yeah. doesn't. But we wouldn't want you know we wouldn't want me to you know have my blood and guts spilling all over the, the fantastic studio. I think the lesson here to our listeners is that... Um, Don't get a hernia? Well, there's that. But the, the hosts of the show that you love, Chatterbox Video Game Radio, are old farts. Um, Ara can't sit up, and I, I can't sit down. I'm 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, because you can't sit up and I can't sit down. Basically, every th- every three seconds, I'm I'm hurting and need to shift around. Because some muscle in my back. You know, I think my legs are not the same height, and that's what causes all my back problems. I think you're shrinking. No, no. I think my right leg is just shorter. Because yeah. you know me. I spend a lot of time staring at myself in the mirror. And uh, I've noticed that, that you know, yeah, that's you. Things, are, things are not level as they should be. And if I, if I lift my right leg up a little bit, then, then it looks more level. The and, Lord uh, works in mysterious ways. Anyway, I've taken to wearing an orthotic in my shoe in only one side, <laughs> and so or only sounds, one shoe. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, exactly. They should have a video game about that, right? I'm about so wearing back, wearing medical devices to get through life. Let's build that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> we want to talk about stuff. Ara, I know there was there were things you wanted to discuss last week that you didn't get to. Um, Which I've subsequently forgotten, as usual. Okay, well then let me tell you a story about this week. Um, Well, I guess continuing from last week. I I was talking about how I was playing a lot of iPad games, or wanting to play iPad games over the holiday. Yeah, did you uh, know they had, like, there's like billions and billions of, like, iPad game downloads that just happened this December? Yep, I I don't know what you're trying to tell me. You mean that they crossed the line of the number of downloads or something? Like, there's, like, some kind of, like, like, record, like, that was... It was, like, by a factor of, like, way more than, like, 10 for, like, any other month. Yeah, like, it makes a lot sense. of people downloaded a lot Everyone's of apps. Everyone's bored with the iPad or whatever. I think at this point, they're being given away as gifts, not the games, but the, the devices, and right, finding right. their way into the hands of younger and younger people. Yeah, but not just that. I also think that, right, like, by bored, I mean people are bored during the holidays, and so I think these devices are becoming... Yeah, um, a nice proxy for their boredom. Well, that certainly happened to me. And uh, anyway, I finally got the chance to play 
Civilization Revolution, like I said, I had gotten uh, for the iPad. Much better than the iPhone version, Yay. I should say. Um, also, in mentioning on the show that I wanted good iPad games, I also went home and I, I looked at the old uh, iTunes Rewind thing, where it shows you the best of, of the year, and it showed that Dead Space was like the number one rated game of the year. Um, and of course, there's lots of other games that I'd like to play, but I'm too cheap to buy. Um, Anyway, I woke up the next morning with two emails from Apple saying that a listener of the show, well, it didn't say a listener of the show, but someone had gifted me both Dead Space and Hector Episode 1. Um, so that was neat. So have you played the Dead Space yet? I did. But let, let me finish this story. So I got the email. Sure. And and I don't know about you, Rich. You get gifts from the family and stuff, and I've gotten gifts from my family. But when you get a gift from a relative stranger... Although this is someone who's called in before and who's emailed me in the past a, a couple times. When you get a gift from a stranger, uh, especially someone who listens to your program on the radio, my first instinct was really um, to feel like a porn star. That's, that's what it was. And I don't say that to mean like I was hot stuff. What I mean is, in case you're not aware, porn stars often, at least the women, will set up Amazon wish lists and presumably wish lists on other websites as well, that say, hey, this is stuff I want. So if you don't know me, you can buy it for me. And it'll get to me wherever I am. Amazon knows my address. So just buy me a drum set. Or... And you can pretend to think that I actually give an S about you. Yeah, I think what it is, it's basically an invitation to get an email from the porn star saying, oh, thank you so much, right? Because I would like to think that they would at least thank the person for getting that. And uh, I've read stories. This totally works. And, like, there was one story that I read about some girl. Actually, I wasn't making this up. Got a drum set from someone, um, which is, like, not a bobble. It's not a tiny little thing. It's Even if it's a cheap-ass drum set, it's lots of money. So, well, they got to stand out. They, they're, they're competing with, like, hundreds and hundreds of people who will never see this woman's affection in their life. That's, that's true. Yet they'll probably get closer to her than he will. Much, much, much closer. Yeah, so anyway, closer. I immediately uh, thought of sending him an email and didn't. <laughs> and then later, after he emailed me to, to badger me about it and say, hey, you know, just wanted to know, I, I sent this to you. I don't know if you got the emails. And I was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I already downloaded the games. Um, not only are you a porn star, you're an unappreciated. Exactly. And I, so I explained to him the porn star analogy, and I can't tell whether or not he appreciated it, but... But nonetheless, I thank Dave for sending me these things. Uh, if anybody else wants to send me free stuff, I really wouldn't have asked for it, but he totally did, so really go for it. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, um, I'm the cripple of this trio. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Yeah, but you have Skyrim and don't want to play anything else. So, Speaking of Skyrim... No, 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 let me talk about Dead Space first. Let's not switch topics. So Dead Space, he asked me what I thought of it after I told him I'd played it. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, a little bit impressed just by the power of the iPad. Leave it at that. But I've, I've come to expect great things, so it's not that much of an impression. Um, definitely would be better with virtual window control like Rage has. Have I shown you that, Rich? Yes. Okay. That should be in everything that involves aiming on the hey, iPad did, and the did, iPhone. Hey, did you know Face Raiders is like that? What is Face Raiders? Face Raiders is the game I've had on my 3DS since I've had it. Oh, the thing that comes with the 3DS. First decided to play it like three days ago. Yes, that is the best thing on the 3DS. And there's also uh, Steel something, Steel Submarine or whatever, the submarine game, that does the same thing for the 3DS. Ooh. 
Yeah. So the 3DS can do it. They're smart. They know what fun is. Even though, you know, Phase Raiders is not the best implementation or the most fun, I should say. Um, it's certainly well, I interesting. I had more fun with it than uh, I think I did with um, that other game that you made me play. So. Yeah. Uh, but, I've said the same thing, actually. On the 3DS, it's one of the most interesting experiences. There's not much else to do with the 3DS. Um, so anyway, they need to build that in to any game that involves aiming. And uh, I'm not sure why they don't. Maybe Dead Space has been out for a long time, and they didn't think to put it in. Well, the the uh, mobile version of the game is new. It's not old. Well, it's it's not brand new. I thought it's been around for a while. I, I think mean, it, it's certainly it, 2011. It came out quite recently. I don't. I can't tell you the exact month, but it was. It's more recent. Okay. Well, then, like more recent than Rage. I think so. Yes. Okay. Well, then they damn well should have put it in. I could be wrong. I don't know why they didn't. Because that game, it does a much better job of handling control than I would have expected from some other developer, right? It does a pretty okay job, but it still is virtual thumbsticks, right? It doesn't actually put yeah. the thumbstick on the screen, but the left side and the right side do different things, so your thumbs are somewhere on the screen. But at some point, you have to take your hand off in order to open a door, because there's no button for opening a door. You have to actually touch the door on the screen. Yeah, that's so like, kind of weird. Yeah, I find myself aiming the character in a, in a direction on the left or right simply to get the door to go to the very left side of the screen so I can touch it with my thumb without having to pick my hand up off the pad. And I think... I think the biggest problem with controls like that, and there's some other where you have to swipe up to use your oh, yeah. whatever chainsaw or up whatever and, the heck it up is. Up and down. Um, it's a plasma cutter. It, yeah, well, yeah. But it's like a whatever. It's a saw. Yeah. It's. I think the problem with these type of controls are if you're on a 7-inch tablet, maybe you could reach the middle of the screen and it'd be fine. But when you have to literally take your hand off of where it is and put it somewhere else – to me, that's the most annoying thing in the world. Like, if, if you had a controller that was so big that you couldn't reach the buttons without letting go of one of the handles and then hitting another button, like, and so when you're playing a game like Dead Space or other games that I've played on mobile devices, you have to, like, press all over the screen, and so you, you can't hold it with two hands and just keep that your hands in one position. is what we call the reach around. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it's the game didn't... Annoying. If it didn't have this, the thumbstick control, which basically expects you to be holding the iPad with one hand on each side of it, then I'd understand. Like Angry Birds, nobody plays like that. You tap your index finger and, yeah. and whatever, right? So so you're not holding it in two hands while you play. You don't play. have to change the way you hold the device as you play the game. Yeah. You hold it one way, and you keep holding it that same way. But Dead Space does that. Yeah. Luckily, not a lot, but also the controls, if it had the virtual window control, I could actually play it properly. This way, I just feel, while I'm playing it, I'm feeling or saying to myself, you know what? I, I have this barrier between me and the game that shouldn't exist. There's some sort of muddiness because the control is is imperfect. Like I said, they did a better job than I expected, but it's still not good enough to actually make me want to play the game for real. Um, there's that, that disconnect where it's just not easy enough to, to do because, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could, I, I could try changing sensitivities and stuff. And but. I think the problem is, though, is tablets and touchscreens and things like this it's in that awkward phase where all these developers want to make a game that you play with a controller, but on a touchscreen. It's like when the when the DS first came out, all these developers were like, I don't know, just put touchscreen stuff on it, and we don't really care. It, it, it has it. And it wasn't until like two or three years into the DS's life cycle that people really figured out how to use the touchscreen well and intuitively, yeah, where but it's I- not annoying. And so now we have games like Dead Space, like... In my opinion, that that game has no business on a touchscreen device. If you're going to make it play like 
a console game because I I don't have two actual sticks. I don't have eight buttons, and so you're you're stripping all the stuff away from the game that makes it that game, and trying to shove it into this touchscreen experience when really you should be putting games that like um, PopCap makes. Like their games translate to mobile devices really well because it doesn't rely on uh, being good at inputting into a device like split second decisions or aiming or things like that. It's just like, oh yeah, there's bejewels and you just touch them yeah. and they do stuff. Well, rich, 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 rich. We can't let trifles like playability get in the way of that. Oh but yeah. I'm telling, I'm telling you that virtual window control, it like if the device weren't capable of handling it properly, it'd be a different story, but it can handle with, with perfect precision in my opinion. And it, they're choosing not to by by not putting it in there. It would improve the the control so much that it would it would take that muddiness I was describing out of the way. Although sometimes you still have to lift your hand to swipe or whatever, but it would enable me to get the head shot, to get the knee shot, you know, whatever limb I'm shooting at. It would enable that. And the way it is now, you can't really do that. And so I invite any developer who makes a game that requires aiming on the iPad to put in virtual window control. We'll be right back. Where else are you going to find a Master of Science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology? Where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives? Where else in the Valley, on campus or online, can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security, artificial life programming, and game studies, as well as technology management? Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain. Lead. Manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu. All right, we are back. And before we continue, let me remind everyone to go to UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. Why not, huh? Because then you can learn to go to school and make the games the right way, by the way, by listening to Chatterbox and putting in the things we tell you to put in games, damn it. Um, in talking about Dead Space, I, I would be um, remiss not to mention that it should not have gotten Game of the Year, like the, the number one game in iTunes Rewind. It's simply, it's too focused, and it's like it's just not interesting enough. You know, you run around, you shoot some an- enemies, and then you get scared because they jump out at you, right? And then you run around some more, and you shoot some more. It's, uh, you know what? It's too simple. How often do we actually agree that Games of the Year should have gotten them? <laughs> um, Skyrim. Th- I don't know. Like, I haven't played all of the games that they've suggested, like the runner-ups and all and all that. I, I, I would have liked to have tried them to at least hope that they're not giving the, a completely wrong set of games the honors that they should be getting, um, or honors they shouldn't be getting. But yeah, uh, just Dead Space like... just shouldn't have been number one, because there, there's far far more... Like broad and interesting experiences that you can have on the iPad. I think this this is following the week when I said there was nothing so, good for it. But it's always, I mean, it's always like that, you know. It's like 
probably the most deserving of such a prize, but rarely gets one because the forces that decide which prize, which one is the one that gets that prize, are really like not the same as what we would think the factors would be. Yeah, I wonder how much how much uh, payola goes into the iTunes Rewind. Like, is it is it simply download count, or, or are there actually rating systems involved or judging? I, I would wager that whenever there is some kind of formalization of awards, that there's a proportional force of corruption out there. You mean the, the amount of corruption is proportional to the formalization? No, like, it's proportional to, like, how significant the reward the the awards are either like in social currency or straight up in you know actual currency. Oh well, I guarantee that being mentioned as the game of the year, and I, I keep saying game of the year. I don't know if it's referred to as game of the year, but the iTunes Rewind number one, I think it is number one game of the year. Uh, certainly was was reflected in revenue later. Although they did reduce the cost of the game da- down to like a dollar or something, so at least they made it cheap for people to get. But anyway, I'm I'm ready to switch topics. You mentioned Skyrim. Hey, We've talked that. Anyway, I just. Anyway, I- I just I want to throw out uh, the controls on this game are absolutely terrible. Really? Yeah, already. Okay, like the fact that you can't like just turn around. Like you either have to double tap them to do a 180, or if you're aiming left or right, you have to pick up your thumb and then move it again. Or like on a control stick, you guys. could just hold a direction and keep circling. Uh, well, around. come on, you weren't expecting to not have to pick it up, were you? Yeah, like well, you can. I can keep moving forward yeah. without picking my thumb up and moving again. So why can't I just? Move left and have it keep aiming left, right? Uh, I mean, I could explain. Like, why. it could just be a virtual. It's, but it's not. It's, it's annoying. If it were a virtual window, it'd be great. There's another game actually uh, that is on on the iPad, but I don't remember the name of it, which incorporates a stick control with virtual window control. So, like, you can move it a little bit by aiming the iPad, but for the most part, you're using the stick. That's at least a step in the right direction. So, so what you're doing is getting most of the aim with the virtual you know, control on the screen, and then you're getting the subtle aim, which is what you need, with the, the virtual window, where you're actually just pointing the device. Um, so that combination is better. I still prefer complete virtual window, but uh, I can understand how some people might disagree with me there. You guys are killing me. Sorry. It's too bad you're not here in the studio to see what we're talking you about. said we were moving on, Captain. Okay. All right, move on. But what I don't want to do is be stuck in Skyrim for 20 minutes, because, God, we've given that game enough airtime. We have to do a Skyrim update. Yes, please, please enlighten me. Okay, I've finally figured out what this game is all about. Waste wasting time when you're sick? No, what it's really about it's it's a codependent abusive relationship simulator. This is this is like like Skyrim is like the abusive boyfriend that like beats me from time to time. I think you've used that analogy already. No, no, there was another analogy that was similar, but not exactly the same. Okay. Uh, it, it truly is. It's like, it's like, hey, Skyrim, how's it going? It's like, hey, here, I got you a present. I'm like, oh, a present, what is it? Oh, it's a punch in the face, here. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, can, can you clarify why? No, we've already discussed it, but I really feel like I'm truly in, like, just some kind of bizarre, like, like I should be calling up if, if that show existed still, like Loveline, and complaining about my abusive boyfriend Skyrim. Okay then. Well, because because you still want to play, 
And every once in a while, it'll give you that nugget to keep you going. But then just when you think you're having a good time, it'll, it'll just, like, slap you upside the head just to make sure you know who's boss. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. Again, uh, I'm the guy who doesn't play that game, really. And that's I feel good about that. You should, because you'll have a lot fewer bruises. And in fact, maybe even Skyrim gave me my hernia. I don't think that's the case. I think I think it, when I was sleeping, it woke up and it gave me a hernia on my sleep. All right, so how about that sopa, Rich? <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, so what's next, next, Aura? Wait, wait, really? Is that what we're going to do about sopa? Come on. I just. What do you? I mean, what what are we going to say that's not been said already, okay, and what say, does I'm it matter? Say something that's not been said already about sopa. Sure. Okay. Okay, so, your best. so like, okay, look, we have to take the three seconds to say SOPA Stop Online Privacy Act, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, ESA came out in support of it, and, like, it's rumored that some companies aren't, some video game companies aren't in support of it. But here's the thing that gets me, right, which I've not seen anybody bring up at all, okay? Like, most of the complaints about this bill are that it's like it's so voluminous and manifold and far-reaching and broad voluminous. It's only like three or four pages and vague. Okay, well then, forget the first word. <laughs> but all those others still stand. Like it's so vague and far-reaching, and and no, I mean, like I'll even say voluminous because it's voluminous in the sense that it'll grant so many powers in such a vague way. That nobody's really sure what's going to happen, and that's why these all these arguments are happening. This is why it's so controversial. It's because it is so unclear what the result of this bill is going to be. And what I don't understand is what kind of lawmaking is this? Like, why don't they just make one law that will do one thing that people think, and then see how it goes? Instead of like this, like seven-headed hydra of a bill that like nobody could predict what's going to result. Because I mean, that's American politics today. That's that's not just with internet or piracy or whatever. That's literally everything in the Senate and Congress today. Which is why the Congress has like an eight percent approval rating, is because they're just I heard, I heard dismal. Nine. Okay, nine. <laughs> Whatever. Enough. This is not unique to no. other bills. You're right. So yeah. what, and what so not? it's so it's it's just a comment on how our politicians are completely incapable of doing anything because all they want to do is is win on their side, and so they're just going to say, oh well, you can get a bridge if I can get a tower. Okay, well you can get piracy if we can get this. It's just it's silly and when it's I, stupid. When I brought it up, I didn't want us to argue the premise of the bill. I know because that's, that's not video game radio, but there are oh, companies. There are companies in the video game space who are acting on it, which is why I brought it up. Because today was the first I heard of the ESA coming out in support, which is funny because lots of other companies are dropping, right? Saying, you know what, we don't support it anymore, we're out of it, or we're just just dropping themselves from the list, right? Well, the interesting thing about that, Alon, there was, at some point a few days ago, I did read a report that said that, like, you know, oh, you know, Nintendo and Sony don't support this. But then later I read, today, in fact, I read another report that basically said, Wait a minute. Uh, those companies actually have not released anything specific in statements. They just happen to be absent from a list that was published about companies that were in support. So, so I don't think it's actually clear what video game companies are in support or not in support of this at the moment. So let me let me ask this though. What 
who cares? Who cares if Nintendo or EA or whoever supports SOPA? If it doesn't There's a lot pass, of people on the internet who are up if, in arms. If it doesn't pass, then it's completely irrelevant if they supported it or not if it doesn't pass. Well, if it well, does pass... Well, hang on a second. Let's... If Let's it, not dismiss the fact that their support of it might help it pass. Well, sure, it might help it pass, but if it doesn't pass, then it doesn't matter. If it does pass, then guess what? It only affects you if you're not a pirate, because if you're going to pirate their games, it literally is not going to have any effect on you, because that's how internet works, and that's how piracy works. Now, you, when you, when you establish you don't know, any you don't sort it, of anti-piracy... When you establish any sort of anti-piracy, the only people it's going to affect are people who buy those products legitimately. It never affects the people who pirate the software, ever. No, you're, you don't actually know what the bill can do. Some people are concerned that it could take down like every WordPress blog because yeah. one person using WordPress blogs That's does something That's not going to happen. Well. It just won't. Our, our country would shut down if that no, happened. No, we're reactive instead of proactive. So it would happen, and then it wouldn't happen after it does the first time. We'll be right back. All right. We're back again. Now, uh, we have a caller. If you guys want to call in, if you're listening live, that is, feel free. It's 866-536-1100 for now. Uh, we're going to bring Tess on the line. Are you there? Hi, guys. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. Now, you have called in before. Yes, I, I have. Correctly. All right. So so what would you like to talk about today? Um, I actually was interested in what you guys were talking about earlier, the uh, um, new law that was supposedly coming into effect about the... Uh, SOPA. Um, yeah, SOPA. All right. All right. Let's, I think the three of us have agreed that we don't, we don't want to beat this thing completely dead. Oh, so let's, okay. let's give it only a minute. But, uh, but what is it specifically that you wanted to mention? Yeah, I, I just... Uh, from, what I've, <laughs> from what I've heard, it's not going through right now, though. Um, I think it's temporarily uh, shoved into a sort of development hell. Um, is that correct? I... I don't know all the details of the politics behind it, but I think they did put it on hold for a while. Just They're not yeah. going to vote on it for a while. It's going to be a long time until they vote on it, let alone potentially pass it. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, that that's pretty standard, right? They did have some sessions recently where they brought it in, and that's where like all of this this internet news was happening. It's, um, but yeah, it's been put to rest, I think, it's similar for, with a little, the, for a little while. The, pro- the Protect IP is pretty much in the same state. Of affairs where they're not going to vote on it for who knows how long. You're talking about the Senate version of PIPA? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But I don't know. Like I like I said earlier, I brought it up not to discuss the bill in general, but just the fact that video game companies are involved in it. And that's... And um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's anybody basically who makes content and makes a ton of money, which is why you see Hollywood stuff on it, why you see video game makers on it. Um, strangely, why you see like makeup producers in it. People think that's weird, but it, it kind of makes sense because there's a lot of websites that peddle knockoff goods, you know, like... Louis Vuitton bags and stuff. Um, so, uh, although that's not makeup, that's a bag, but you know what I'm talking about. Basically, chick stuff, like bags and makeups and colognes and but that seems dude like stuff as a, well. But like that's that's not piracy. Like that's not software piracy or intellectual property piracy. That, that that's a physical product uh, that they're selling. That's a knockoff. But it's still it, it falls. It's under not and it's not even close to the same category. Uh, well, no. Um, it's not interject, but it's more of a 
from what I can tell, a, a chemical. Um, yeah, because you have uh, a copyright on yeah, a on copyright a cologne. chemical solution rather than a uh, an IP or a thought. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's that's how that stuff gets covered in there because we're starting to to apply copyright to all sorts of things. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> it, this actually kind of reminds me of um, there was a bill that someone was trying to push about copywriting stray ideas, which in my mind would pretty much shut down all literary forms. Yeah, that, completely. I didn't hear about that, but I, I did hear they're trying to put uh, patents, which are not exactly the same, but patents on um, like clothing designs and stuff, which is a similar amount of craziness. So, can I get the patent on the horizontal stripe? <laughs> you know, you might you might yeah. be able to if it goes through <laughs> and they start allowing it. Um, I'm not sure if any clothing designs have have been patented at this point, but there's there was some discussion. Like I've, I saw, you know, some news story at some point that was talking about how it may happen and how it would stifle innovation and all that, which is what they always say about any copyright. Anyway, uh, aside from SOPA, any, anything else uh, going on in video game news, Tess, that you, you want to talk about? I actually haven't been paying attention to video game news lately. Um, what? Uh, I've been working on that. On my um, literary career, wait, wait. All right. So, well, listen, I uh, I wish you luck with that. Thank you for calling in. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. Thank you for that. And uh, now we have to find something to talk about in video game land. Um, I got a few things for you guys. Let me have it. Can you can you hear me? I can. Yeah. That's fantastic. I don't know if Rich can. He seems to be staring off into space. So, so check this out. In a, um, in a, in a rash of um, multitasking ability of mine, uh, I'm actually looking at the Nintendo store uh, on the 3DS right now. And this like store this very got, second? Like this very second. And this store has got like some really cool, interesting, and exceptionally useful features that None of the other online stores have, and when you when you encounter or hear about them, as I will tell you about them now, you will wonder why uh, everybody else isn't doing the same thing. Like what? Wait, so, Nintendo is actually innovating in an area that's online. Like it's not even like I wouldn't even call it an innovation because it's like it's just such a practical thing. Like for example, when you're browsing through their list of stuff, uh, whenever you're looking at something, you can put it on your wish list. And then you can go back to that wish list from the top of the menu later. Steam has that. Incredibly useful. Who has it? Steam has wish list. I wanted to talk yeah, about that. I was that. counting Steam. I was counting like. Um, I, I was hoping fans. you're going to name a bunch of features off, and then I for every single one I could say, yeah, I could just say Steam cool. has it. Okay. Well, this is like XBLA doesn't do it. Steam. Oh yeah. Um, TSN doesn't do it. Uh, you can also. I mean, I'm sure Steam has a search feature too, right? Like the other. Correct. Um, the other, I don't know. You know what? PSN may have a search feature, but they all, it's the, not very nice. They all have Xbox search Live option. has a search now. Does it? It also has Bing search, baby. Yeah. But the, I mean, I don't know. This Which one, this one search, like, it's not like a simple word search, right? Like, you can say, oh, I want to see all the games that cost between 5 and $0. Yep. And uh, I haven't seen that on XBLA or PSN or anything like that, so... Well, I was going to talk about Steam, actually. I'm glad yeah, that Rich Steam brought it up. awesome. So I have perpetually just mentioned how much I don't like the idea of digital downloads. But uh, this past week, they they sure had a sale. 
they had a big old sale on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I guess they've been doing that like basically the whole Christmas season. They do. They always have like the Christmas sales. They usually do like a summer sale and they'll do some other stuff. But yeah. Now they had uh, Civilization Five, Game of the Year or not Game of the Year versions on Super Sale. And uh, I've wanted this for a while and uh, couldn't convince 2K Games to send me a free copy, or did, and they just never sent it. Um, so uh, I bought it for like $17 on Steam. Part of the decision was that it it offers PC and Mac. Like, I bought I bought one of them, Steam but according Play. to Rich, I can install it as much as I want. Yep. And uh, it's for either PC or Mac. I went on to Amazon to compare, and they had the same sale price. Like, I could get the same super discounted stuff on Amazon, but it was like, this is the PC download um, or the Mac download. It didn't. It wasn't uh, a mix, right? And anyway, I was very happy about that. So like $17 for Game of the Year edition of an awesome game, and uh, I'll be able to use it on my PC now and my Mac because I've, I've been putting off buying a Mac until they release the new MacBook Pro. You should just put that off forever. <laughs> and no, then... after the experience I've been having with my Dell and how it freezes all the damn time, well, don't get a I Dell. am not getting another computer that is not Get an a Asus laptop that's actually quality. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, no. It is. But but I'm excited to get my Mac when I can get it, and it'll be great. It'll actually work. It won't break. And if it does, I can go to a store nearby and be like, hey, listen, this broke, and they will give me some sort of solution. So Asus does that, too. Really? Really? Where can I, where can I go to complain about Asus? Well, they have online support. Uh-huh. So does Dell. Thanks. They didn't even know like, my computer had two video online cards. support. Like, with Asus, two times where, well, we shipped the computer and the video card broke. They're just like, yeah, here's another one. And then one time they're like, well, we don't make that one anymore, so here's a better one. Free. All right. Well, awesome. should I ever need to get a PC laptop, which will never happen, I will I'll make sure to ask you first if Asus is still a good company. Probably will be. Well, Dell has gone downhill twice now. Well, they've in, never been good. Twice now in my history, I have contacted them about a machine that I have, and they didn't even know that it had a, per, a certain piece of hardware. Yep. I had a computer years ago from them, which actually was really good. It held up. Um, it, it was it held up really well, and I called them, and they didn't know that it had a microphone in it, like built into the machine. Simple. These days they all do, but back then they didn't. They had no idea. Sure. And uh, this time they didn't know that it has two video cards built in, which is. A cause of much pain to me because I had to figure out how to activate the other one, and they couldn't tell me because they weren't convinced it actually happened. No. And then I faded out on my own. Anyway, enough customer service stories. But you haven't even installed Steam yet. Haven't even installed Steam yet, yeah, because that computer's freezing all the time, and I don't want to take the time to install it and play a game of Civ so ten minutes later it'll just break. Because I'm scared to turn on the SLI with the two video cards that I just mentioned it has because it'll make the damn thing freeze. So I've got my home theater system, though, the the one connected to the whatever, cable yeah. and TVs and stuff. Uh, but I'm like, I, I think my laptop's actually more powerful than that. I don't know. I, I don't even know what video card it has in it. That's how much I don't care about that machine, because all it's meant to do is show me television and movies. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, I read about an, at this, this cool uh, home theater PC today. It's an inch and a half thick. It has, like, a Core i3 in it and 4 gigs of RAM and an 80 gig... Um, uh, solid state drive. Very, very tiny. That sounds pretty cool. Basically the size of a CD deck. Fanless. Is that like the Asus EPC? Or Triple EPC? No. I will try to have, find the name of it. They have like tiny ones that are literally this big, the size I'm making with my hands that nobody can see yep. listening to us. But yeah. 
they're this tiny. One, I can't I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, it's it's only sold in England or something. Oh, okay. But it was awesome. But it was like a thousand dollars too. I was like, oh, oh. Nah, I don't know about that. I would just get a bigger computer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a cool setup where like the computer you can't hear it when you're watching television because it's behind a wall. It's great. I can't hear my computer when I'm watching television because the speakers are loud. Yeah, well. So good for you. Unfortunately, I can hear my computer while I'm going to sleep at night because it is near my bedroom. <laughs> Oops. Hey guys. Yes. Let's talk about DLC. Isn't that what we were just talking about with Civ Five? How I downloaded all of it. Well, you haven't downloaded it yet. Okay, actually, I bought it so that I could download. It. But you have the game of the year, so it adds it all. All the DLC. No, no, no. I'm talking about a hundred dollar DLC. Oh, is this? I read something about this, and I don't remember what. All right, so check this out, right? There's this game called Need for Speed World, right? It's, I guess, That's some kind of, like, racing MMO thing, right? And so Electronic Arts decides, hey, let's offer um, a special car. Uh, now, this is one of the most expensive cars in the world in real life. It's the Koenigsegg CCX Elite Edition which is like a million-dollar car, basically. Were you aware of this um, car prior to reading about this story? Say what? Were you personally aware of this car prior to reading this story? Oh, yeah. The Koenigsegg is, uh, it's based, there's this basically like this um, super rich, uh, gee, I don't even remember this guy's uh, nationality, but somewhere in the Scandinavian area, um, he's like some kind of, like, I don't know, like, was, Back in the day, his family was like some kind of ruling class family, right? And so he just has just an unending supply of resources, and he just said, I'm just going to create one of the greatest supercars in the world. And then so he did. So anyway, that's the Koenigsegg, and it's like, it has like one of the highest top speeds of any car you can buy. Outrageously expensive, outrageously Not fast. as fast as the Bugatti Veyron. Well, I think it gives it its run for its money, and I'm not going to... It's super close, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, like, almost there, right? So anyway, this car, the fake car, okay, the DLC car, the car that's not a car but just a bunch of ones and zeros in your game, is $100. That's nothing compared to the cost of that car in real life. Nothing. No. Clearly a lot is disappointing. Pennies Uh, on the dollar, even. It's, it's on sale now, apparently, for $75. Oh, and a discount? It's a Christmas. So if you really want it. Christmas miracle. <laughs> you could save 25%. Um, you know what's funny is that fulfills the same goal as the car in real life. Because what you're saying is, haha, I got a cooler, more expensive car than you. In a, in a lot of ways, it does. I'm kind of curious how this kind of experiment will If you can fool just enough people i mean gosh that's a lot for dlc 75 bucks but you could probably get like a hundred people to fall for it just be like all right yeah i'll blow it i got tons of money whatevs and you're like elite if you have this car i laugh at them we'll be right back Back again. Uh, don't forget, University of Advanced Technology, UAT.edu. Head on over there, learn about the programs they have. 
and then uh, come over here and talk about games. Now, I'm, I'm having this trouble because the new year comes by. Christmas has come and gone. And uh, and once again, we're, we've got a lull, a lull, lull of news because we passed it all. And I can only like reach deep down and try to start talking about Sopa or something. Um, I got more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you do. Oh, by the way, that that uh, home theater PC I was mentioning was a by Tranquil. It was. I mean, it was on Engadget, so you can just go there and learn about it. But I think it's MMC12 or something. Nobody cares about the model number, but it's a Tranquil PC, which nice. you see you it's fanless, soundless, about... Tranquil. PC. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Ara. All right. So we, one thing that really was super important that we didn't talk about, although it's a couple weeks old now, is um. The new 360 dash update has actually resulted in diminished video quality playback across the board on the Xbox. What? I saw something okay. about that, but Here's I what didn't happened. care. Um, the company, the you know, the, the website that likes to do all these nice, cool uh, technical evaluations of things, Digital Foundry, I think they're called. Yep. They did one of this, and now. People noticed that there was something amiss after the update when they were watching any kind of video and didn't look quite right, but nobody really put their finger on it until we saw this analysis. And this analysis basically reveals that what's happened is that um, the color gamut has been compressed for anything you watch that's, that's video on the Xbox, regardless of its source. And so basically the Xbox video player has now is now rendering in diminished quality no matter what you do. And the reports are that Microsoft has basically uh, just basically shoved this under the rug. It seems really, like, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Like, they're all of a sudden they're like, well, we want to make it easier to play video and to use less power. Like, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind, like, well, let's just change the way it renders video and well, have less it colors. Seems like it's a bug. It seems like it's a bug, and they just uh, can't be troubled with uh, fixing it, is what it seems to have come down to. That's strange to me. I would have expected it to be something intentional to save bandwidth or something. Like, it's um, it's subtle, no, though. The no, difference no, no, no. isn't huge. It doesn't change the amount of data. Like, like if you even if it's not a downloaded piece of data, for example, you put in your game... Um, even oh, okay, Skyrim doesn't really. I understand what you're saying. Anymore. Even if it's not downloaded, it's still looking like crap. But we're yeah. looking not as good as it used to. But it might have been an overarching rule whose intention was to lower the bandwidth on the stuff that is downloaded, right? Even it if it does, affects other I things. I don't think that this actually it, it decreases the amount of data that's transferred in across any any medium on that platform. Well, if it if it's it, sending fewer colors, doesn't that mean it, no, the compression it could be higher? That's what I'm saying it's not it's not that it's sending fewer colors. It's that the renderer that actually draws the video is drawing the colors in such a way that the color gamut is compressed. Yeah, it's weird because like like a certain color orange would be slightly off orange. Like it's just. I mean, not everybody, or I'd, I'd probably say most people wouldn't notice it at all. Um, but obviously, some people are picky about their video quality, which is reasonable and understandable. Well, you know, and those I w- people notice. I it. would use the Xbox. Here's the bottom to- line, right? If you're going to watch video, if you have a PS3 and an Xbox, you're not going to do it on your Xbox anymore. Well, I used to use my Xbox instead of my PC, just because, like Netflix and stuff, is in 1080. 
on uh, on the Xbox, and it's not on or the PC, I believe. It is now. Well, if is it's it? HD, it's HD on PC or Xbox or whatever. But I thought the the Xbox was the only one that would stream in 1080. Yeah, like two and a half years ago when they first added it. Like when when Netflix first launched on the Xbox 360, there were like 50 movies that you could watch in HD, but only on the Xbox. But since then, they've added that to PC as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there also truth to the idea that you can't watch, you can't get uh, Sony branded movies on Xbox, Netflix? I'm not sure. I don't, not that I've noticed, but I heard that, but I haven't actually confirmed. Does that what, does, does that seem crazy to you, Ara? Wouldn't know. Right. Well, anyway, Sony Pictures puts out a lot of movies. Wouldn't so. be surprised. I think that's true. But Microsoft doesn't make any movies, so definitely, apparently, we say use Netflix on the PS3. That's the right way to go, right? Just use it on PC. The way to go. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know what you should watch on Netflix, though, is Sherlock, the BBC TV series, because it's amazing. Is there a video game related to that? No, but we were talking about Netflix, so I just want to throw that out there. So if you haven't ever watched Sherlock, it is spectacular, and it's way better than the movies. Because it's like Sherlock in modern times in London, and it's awesome. So he uses a cell phone. He has a cell phone, sure. Okay, fantastic. But it's good stuff. Well, again, we are approaching the end of the program, and I can basically think about talking about iPad games. That's it. Yeah. That's that's all I've got loaded right now. Do you have any it's of the really... top cap games on there? Yes, I've okay. been playing a lot of Bejeweled. Fair but enough. I just I feel sad because. There's nothing else interesting in my brain right now, um, except talking about stupid iOS games, which I'm still upset they can't put in virtual window controls, and uh, and nothing else is going on in the world, so I have to waste five minutes with nothing. Surely Rich can bring us an interesting and thrilling topic. I don't know. I, I bought a bunch of games on Steam over Christmas. How many do you actually get to play? How many games have you purchased on Steam that you've never even played? Well, there's some games that I've purchased that I haven't played yet, but there are more games that I have not purchased but have been given or received for free that I haven't played yet. Like over the I got like the whole X series uh package because I did a an achievement and so they give you these coal and then I got it was like six games, and I, I played one of them, and it's just incredibly hard to play. But um, What are you talking about X-Series? There's like X3, Prelude, whatever. Like, there are these spaceship games, and you shoot other spaceships, and it's incredibly difficult to control. Like, All right, well, it sounds like a crappy game. Of course you yeah, wouldn't play Yeah, but it. I got them for free, so I have those. But, like, there's, I'd probably say at least a dozen games on my Steam library that I've never even installed onto my so computer. So what we're finding is another analogy to real life, where people buy games... And then don't play them. Just sit, oh. let them sit in plastic, kind of like Ara's house. But I've I, I've played most of the games I have. Yeah. So. Ara, I was saying that like you have a library of games that you've never even opened. Um. No, I don't. Don't you? Not at all. You must be mistaking me for somebody else. Maybe it's just the oh. games that you've made that they then send oh, you copies oh, of. Well, I do have a stash of games from when I used to press. Yeah. And I haven't. I haven't. Played or opened them because I didn't want to do the effect. 
Yeah. Well, but uh, when I was know. working at GameStop, I used to get tons of games that I would never open as well. <laughs> Just because I'd like buy them thinking, oh, I should have this game, right? Or at some point you go to a show and a company gives you a copy of a game or something. Or throughout the years going to E3 and stuff and having all these games that I just never never played and sit in plastic. Anyway, thank God. Thank God we are at the end of the show that I wasted. Anyway, guys, this is a great way to end eight years. Almost. Two more weeks. January 17th, I think. I think is the day. So two more weeks and we'll be at uh, eight very fulfilling years. If even if we can't get one fulfilling hour out of it. Eight years here at KFNX. So everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to actually send us something to talk about, do that. Go to the website, chatterboxgameshow.com. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.